What's going on, guys? This is Julian, your boy. Uh, welcome back to J and J. Doing a little thing, thing, doing things a little differently here today. I got my boy uh, Tavelas here. Um, I'm the one doing the intro for the day. You know, spicing things up a little bit. Can't do it as good as my guy over here, but you know, trying my best. How we doing, man? I'm chilling, bro. My work. So, so if anybody asks, oh, your audio is kind of bad. That's why. So I don't want to hear it. Hey, grind don't stop, man. Grind don't stop. You got to respect yep, yep, that 100%. Yep. But yes, sir, you know, well, like I said, guys, welcome back to another episode here of J&J. Um, you know, we're going, we're going through uh, some NBA playoffs today. Going to change it up a little bit, take some time off the NFL, you know, but we're going to get back to that at the end of this episode, just real quick to cap things off. But yeah, man, playoffs are here, NBA. I'm loving it, mm-hmm. loving this atmosphere. Uh, COVID is slowly but surely coming out, but, you know, you never know. Things might come back, but, you know, for, for the time being, fans are coming back. It's awesome. Loving to hear all the atmosphere in the playoffs. How do you feel about the playoffs right now? I mean, it's like I like the bubble. Like, don't get me wrong, but I miss playoff basketball with fans because, yes, I mean, normally I wouldn't watch a Knicks-Hawks game, but – a playoff game when the Knicks are good and the game's back and forth and both teams are actually good. I'm like, wow, I've never found myself to, and no offense to Knicks fans and Hawks fans, but I don't remember the last time I've seen a Knicks-Hawks game where I'm like, oh, shit, this is pretty good. But, like, that shit was intense. And I know we're talking about the West, but that's just an example. Like, yeah, this shit's crazy. And then the Lakers-Suns game two, that shit was crazy too. Like, like, a lot of these stadiums are almost full capacity. That shit's crazy. Like, it, it reminds me of the fucking Ganelo fight. Like, that shit was, like, packed. And it's like, yo, like, we're still kind of dealing with COVID, but it's still cool, like, to get that, like, sports experience that we've been craving for a long-ass time. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, – just going back to the Canelo thing, I mean, I was, I was not in town the day of the fight, but I could tell you the day before when I flew out – you know, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, the airport was getting built, packed and stuff. But you know, it was it was a yeah. wild time. But you know, it was here. It was a good time. Um, but you know, just Texas is a different breed. I'll just tell you that, man. Mm-hmm. Texas, Texas. I don't know how things are brewing in Colorado, but here in Texas, man, it's, it's just a wild state right now. I'll tell you that. So, you know, going off topic, but no, yeah, man. Going back to what you said, playoffs are crazy. I love the atmospheres, like you said, Knicks, Hawks. I know we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about the West here, but. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Knicks atmosphere. They probably got the best fans right now in the playoffs. Um, still got to wait on the Lakers. We'll see how they do. Um, they're actually about to play soon. So, see how the Laker fans do today in L.A. But, I mean, Knicks fans are crazy, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, I mean, one more thing, though. Before we touch base on these West predictions and stuff, I wanted, yes, to, touch, I wanted to ask you a stop. So, thoughts, though. I mean, I know we got fans back. I know that's all good and all. But, you know, what's up with these fans acting up in every, in every playoff game so far? Bro, these fans, like, listen. These motherfuckers didn't know how to act when there wasn't any COVID. So now it's like, you t- like, did you see that John Morant report where his dad was saying that more racial remarks exactly. are being thrown this yes. way? Yes. Fucking popcorn thrown at Westbrook. Like, bro, come on. Like, you're going to fuck this shit up for everybody. Yeah, man. And did, you hear, did you hear about the Trey Young incident, too? Uh, the spitting? Yeah, yeah I man. saw that shit, too, man. It's fucking fans, bro. Like, it, I, I know people don't notice it on TV, but, like, like when you – for me, when I go to Nuggets games and shit, oh, you know, you get a bottle of water. Oh, it's take the cap because, um, you know, people will start throwing the caps if some shit happens. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Fucking, 
you go to a Rockies game and they, they restrict you from certain shit because fucking fans in the past did some bullshit and now, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just affects everybody. So it's, it's dumb, bro. Like, the fact that they're throwing popcorn and shit, like, the fucking Sixers were up and the Knicks were winning and everything and they're still fucking doing that shit. Like, I don't understand, but... Yeah, yeah it's fucking stupid. They're fucking it up for everybody, honestly. Yeah, man, I agree. Like, this is just ridiculous. Like, it's, and like, you you, you kind of hit it there. You know, these teams are winning. It's not like they're they're losing to the opposing players. And, you know, that it's kind of – I'm not saying it's acceptable, but, I, I mean, I would understand oh, yeah. the frustration of a fan if they did that in a situation where they're losing to the star player, you know, and this and that. But, I mean, by all means, like, they're all humans too. They're just like us. And, you know, that's just a very disrespectful way. You can trash talk all you want. That's part of the game. But for you to physically – uh, get to them like that, man. That's just uncalled for. They're gonna ruin it, honestly. Yeah. They're gonna <clears> ruin it. You know, I mean, slowly but surely, NBA and then you know this country, they're kind of easing off the COVID restrictions. And this is just an example of, of of like people just acting up. They don't know. I don't know. I guess COVID just kind of changed people. You know. Go ahead. No, nah, the thing is, like I said, there's always been these shitheads that fuck everything up. So it's like I'm not surprised. Like. Yeah, they're fucking it up, but it's like, it's not surprising to me because there's always been fans that fucking go way too far for no reason at all. Like, you're just banning yourself from the games, and what the hell did you do? Get fucking 10 seconds on House of Highlights? Like, mm-hmm. fuck out of here, bro. Like, it, it, doesn't, it does nothing for nobody. Like, yeah, you got your little 10 seconds of fame, but you're looked at as a villain now, not as a fucking, like, oh, like... This fucking guy went viral for something cool. Like, nah, he's a fucking asshole. Now everybody hates him. So yeah, it's, like, it's fucking dumb, bro. It's, it, it just comes to a point where, like, yeah, I'm passionate. You know, we're all passionate about our teams. We love our teams. We, you know, we support them all the way. But, I mean, you know, all, the, all the opposing stars are just doing is, like, defeating a team. They're not beating them up. They're not fighting them. They're yeah, not jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Jesus, like, we don't have to go that far with these people, mm-hmm. man. It's just uncalled for. But, you know, we'll leave it at that. You know, by all means, hopefully everything just gets better. Hopefully fans – you know, learn from all the past few incidents and just, you know, act up better, man. I mean, it's okay to scream and yell at these players, but Jesus, man, let's just, let's not take it too far, guys. But anyways, I mean, yeah. hey, we're, you know, playoff basketball's here, like we said. Um, but, you know, let's just so, get right to it, man. What's up? What's let going me on? ask you, let me ask you, what, out of the West, what was one playoff series that, like, I know we never gave our predictions and we'll, we'll talk about what we thought about before, but mm-hmm. for you, Looking at all these matchups, what was the one where you're like, damn, I did not see that coming? Because I'll give you mine after you give me. Like, I'm, I'm surprised that one series in particular, but go ahead. Uh, like, what, I did not like, see coming. What, what's, what, what's one that's surprising you right now that you're like, damn, I got that shit wrong big time? Because I, I have, I hate I have one in the East and one in the West, because I'm like, what the hell is going since, on with this shit, bro? Since, since, we're, <laughs> since we're talking about the West, I'm going to go with Mavs Clippers, man. I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get right to the predictions in a bit, but you know, I had the Clippers as my favorite, as big of a Laker fan as I am. I'm not gonna lie. I will. I'm gonna just say it right now. I thought Clippers were gonna take the West this year, um, just with mm. Tyloo and then uh, we'll wow. get to it. But yeah, this is this is. I'm surprised, man. The Mavs are good, and I know Luca's Luca's getting his roses and stuff, which I like. You know, everyone's starting to. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I mean, everybody respected Luca beforehand, <clears> but this is everyone's just kind of now in the global aspect knowing who Luka Doncic is and I'm, I'm surprised by that matchup man they're because they're not just beating them they're like handling the Clippers pretty easily in both of these games that we've seen so far yeah yeah that's mine too because I had the Clippers not taking the West but 
I have them going to the Eastern Conference Finals, or my bad, Western Conference Finals this year. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought there's no way this team can't make it this year. Like last year, I, I'll give the like the you know the mental stuff with Paul George. Like I I can never knock anybody for not doing like not playing right or not whatever their profession is because of mental health. Because I'm not in their shoes. I don't know what's going on with them. But this year, there's no excuse. They fucking fired Doc Rivers because Kawhi Leonard said. Oh, I need more of a basketball mind in my in my coaching corner. Like, bro, what the fuck is Ty Lue? Ty Lue literally got carried by LeBron. Like, come on, let's not let's not be like <clears throat> like, oh, we're gonna lie to ourselves. Like, I'm this just cuts the chase, bro. What the fuck did Ty Lue do with before then? He was an assistant, and then oh, because LeBron was fucking with them, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I want Ty Lue as my coach. So mm-hmm. once they won the chip. Then all of a sudden he has all these credentials and then look what's happening. Nothing's happening with this fucking team. Like you can't just blame Doc Rivers and I, and trust me, bro. I you know how I felt about Doc Rivers. There was no excuse at that point. They had to get rid of him. But at the same time, for Kawhi and all these other players saying, Oh yeah, it's Doc's fault. We're like this. Like, no, bro, y'all are just scrubs. Like, let's just be real. This mm-hmm. team doesn't mesh well. They don't have a true leader. Like Rondo's Rondo's past his prime. I understand what he did last year, but still, like, to ask him to do it again and again and again, like, yep, that's that's a lot of fucking mental and physical toughness that, you know, a dude in his, like, mid-30s can't can't do every single time. Oh, you know, this team's a leader away. Like, no, like, the fact that Kawhi, Paul George, and all these dudes, like, don't step up to the plate in that that leadership role as the star players, that's what's affecting them. It's nothing like, Oh, we need better coaching. Oh, we need this. Oh, we need that. We need better facilities. Like, every excuse in the book, like, I'm so sick of the fucking Clippers. Like, I had them winning in, in five games. I was like, Luka can't do this by himself. Kristaps never shows up. So I'm like, okay, they got it. And then to fucking shit the bed twice at home? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're fucked in Dallas. Especially because they're going to be at full capacity. Luka's, right, that Luka mania is insane, bro. Like, like you said, he's getting his flowers and well-deserved because, like, like what he did in the bubble last year and, and the regular season as well, <clears throat> people finally opened their eyes and say, oh, okay, this fucking guy's actually good. Mm-hmm. And now it's like they're going they're going back to the crib up too? Oh, no, nah, it's done. The, the Mavs got this shit in like five or six. Even if they tie the series up, I still got the Mavericks taking it. But I was dead wrong about the Clippers. I thought they were going to beat them handily because they have, to me they have a deeper team than the Mavericks do. Yeah, no, I, I I agree to a certain extent. I mean, I I picked the Clippers. I, I think it's gonna be a longer series, honestly. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just looking like this is this this team just isn't meshing well. Um, they got too many too many uh personalities, in my opinion, in that uh, locker room. I know you said they don't have a leader, and they don't, quite frankly. But they just have a lot of people, you know, who like to talk and play ball, but they don't really lead the way. Like a Marquise Morris. Uh, well, I don't know which. Honestly, I don't know which brothers in the Clippers. To be quite honest with you, Marcus. Marcus Morris, because you got Marquis. The good brothers at the Lakers, I know that for sure. And then, <laughs> you know, Kawhi's as good as he is. He's just not a leader. He doesn't lead a team. PG man, he just talks too much sometimes, and you know, sometimes he don't show up. And people don't really follow what he says because you know, you just don't know what you, you don't know if you can get pandemic P or you know, I don't know what the hell they call him nowadays, playoff P. But uh, Rondo, I mean, like you, you touched it there. You know, Rondo, you can't ask him to do this every year, and you know, at some point, you know, Father Time's going to catch up to him, and it's kind of looking like it is. But you know, maybe he still has a little bit left in the tank. We'll figure that out. Demarcus maybe. Cousins just is past his prime, man. Boogie Cousins, I love the guy. You know, well deserved. He should have, he should have um, got his chance at the Lakers again this year, but you know, it sucked. But I mean, he's just not the same Boogie that we knew 
Um, the yeah. beast that we knew down the pain. I mean, they just got nobody, man. Really, like who else? Name another player in that squad. I, I could I could think of one more other. No, two more. They like Zubak and <clears throat> quite frankly, I mean, I'm Zubak. surprised. I'm, I'm surprised they're not playing Ibaka more. Like, yeah, this is this Ibaka, is, and and it's crazy. Like sometimes you forget he's on that squad because they don't play him enough. Mm-hmm. And this like, is question. Like what he did for the Raptors, he could have single handedly beat the Celtics himself last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's how much of a problem it was, and I. I and to me, you know, this Ibaka is like a little – he took a step back, but still, like, that experience, like, he's a champion nonetheless. Like, he's been there before. He knows what he's doing. And Ty Lue's just not playing the dudes he needs to play, and ultimately it's it's just backfiring on him. And, and to me, I'm I'm still, like, shocked that they didn't get rid of Pat Beverly when they were supposed to, like, in the trade deadline or in the offseason because what the hell does Pat Beverly bring to your squad? I, I, I'm still Mixed trying defense. to figure that out, but but he's getting cooked now. It's he's not like what is Pat Beverly? I'm, again, I'm gonna ask you, what does Pat Beverly bring he to your squad you that you need? Defensive stop, energy. Stop defensive it. He's energy. no. He is getting cooked, bro. Like it's over. What what have we always said on this podcast? We said it. I don't even know how many times. This dude's a poor man's Marcus Smart. Like he wants to be Marcus Smart so bad, and he can't. He just can't do it. And I know Marcus, like, trust me, bro. I already know Marcus Martin is not playing to where he used to. But I'm just saying, to me, they scapegoated Doc Rivers and Lou Will. Like, they were the issues. But it's just more than that. And I don't know what's going to happen this offseason, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi stays or he goes to the Knicks. You know, I, it's going to be crazy this year. I'm telling you, man, and we'll get to predictions uh, at some point in the summertime once the season is wrapping up. But, I mean, Kawhi, I, I told you – I don't know how many times I told you. I know I told you once, though. Kawhi is not going to go back to L.A. A lot of people say he yeah. is because that's his hometown. But I just don't see him coming back, especially if they lose his first round of Dallas. or And, and, and quite frankly, if they lose bad, like how they, they have been losing the past few days, I mean – I can mm-hmm. definitely see him leaving, uh, going to another city, going to another organization. We'll see. I mean, you say yeah. New York, but I'm not going to go out there. That well, I'm just throwing something else out there. You know, I don't know. But... Yeah, fuck it. Throw him to Brooklyn. You know, just throw him to Brooklyn at this oh, point. Hell let's, no. get him to, let's get him to Brooklyn Nets <laughs> as well at this point. I can see honestly. him going to the Warriors, honestly. You know, I could, yeah. that, that one's more reasonable. I can definitely picture that more than the, the Knicks. But, yeah, man, I mean, hey, they're up 2-0. Uh, so you're sticking to Mavs? You're gonna stick with the Mavs? Let's just get right yeah, to that. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Mavs. Sticking with the Mavs. How many games? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Mavs five. Okay. Nah, I, yeah, I'll say Mavs five. I don't know. I understand people are gonna be, well, you know, the Clippers have experience. They'll come back. I, don't, I just don't see it. This team has no fight, and when they finally pick up the pace, it's too late. So I'm, I'm gonna go six. I'll I think I think I'll say they steal it. I think they take a game, either game three or four, and then they'll just close it out. Maybe they close it out. Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go six. I can see Dallas, you know, okay. when closing it out at home and Big D. I know that that place is gonna sell out and get rocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think tomorrow night, so it's gonna be interesting, man. But I'm gonna go six, but. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just gonna be that's gonna be something else. That series is crazy. That one's surprised yeah. me. But I mean, let's just stick to that side of the bracket. Let's go Jazz Grizzlies and you know what? What did you think going into this this uh, playoffs? Um, this one. That one doesn't surprise me too much because the Grizzlies were on a really like an all time high. All that adrenaline and all that competitive nature, I feel like helped them in Game One. Dylan Brooks was going off. John Morant was doing good. But they kind of came down to earth game two. I thought that, to be honest, and not to be messed up, I thought that was going to be an easy sweep. Mm-hmm. I understand John Morant's that dude. 
It's just he doesn't have anybody else around him like that. I didn't think Dylan Brooks was going to go for 30 game one, but <clears throat> he can't keep he, that can't be sustained over a seven game series. Like at some point, they know like like especially Mitchell being out game one that helped the Grizzlies out a lot because they only won by like what three. Yeah. Mitchell would have easily got like four points that would have been game. So, you know, it, it's just, it was crazy to me that they won that game. But like I said, it's not too surprising they won those two playing games, which I'm surprised they beat the Warriors. I know uh, we didn't really talk about the playing, but like those playing games were pretty on the West, on the West, not the East, on the West. Those shits were like playoff intensity basketball. Mm-hmm. The Lakers and Warriors was crazy. And then Grizzly Warriors, uh, yeah, <clears throat> the Grizzlies and the Warriors was actually pretty good. And, you know, the fact that Steph and them didn't make the playoffs, which I understand. They don't, it's, again, they don't have nobody, and it's just Steph. Like, I, that's why I picked the Lakers to beat them, and I want some pizza at work. Like, I already knew that <laughs> the Warriors were going to lose. I like, want some pizza. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. The Grizzlies are going to lose in five. I just don't see them, you know, taking another game from the Jazz. You see, this is where I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go Jazz in seven. Um, Whoa. Yeah, Jazz in seven, man. Look, this is kind of this Grizzlies team, you know, no one respects them. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those guys who don't really see anything going far with this team. Uh, but the Grizzlies, man, this kind of reminds me of this grit and grind team that they had back in the days with the, when they upset the Spurs as an eighth seed. Um it just kind of gives me that kind of feel like, hey, they stole one in, in, in Utah. I know Donovan wasn't playing, but it just seems like Memphis is ready to roll too in terms of filling up their their stadium and for game three and four. And I feel like Memphis might take both of those games. Um, and then, you know, or or not, sorry, Utah will take one of those, tie it up 2-2, and then, you know, it's going to be home for home each game winners. And this is why I see going to seven games. I mean, look, the Jazz, to me, I'm I'm sure you can agree with me. You know, they're they're not going to be taken too seriously. They're not. They're number one, but let's be honest. Oh, no. Definitely shouldn't oh, no. be. Um, for injuries. Um, this kind of – this Jazz team kind of reminds me of the Hawks of 2015 when they were the number one That's team it. with Corver, you know, Millsap, and all them boys. Yeah. And, you know, but we all know the real number mm-hmm. one with the Cavaliers with LeBron. You know, this kind of <clears> – yeah. that kind of vibe. So, I don't take the Jazz serious. I really am not going to have them go that far this season. In the postseason, but I mean, yeah. I'm gonna go seven. I'm just gonna give them this series just because they're the number one team. And Jaws barely got to the playoffs. Like this is his first year in the postseason. He needs some experience in his belt. So I'm gonna go seven. But don't be surprised, man. If the Grizzlies push these guys, if they push them hard, and I, I just don't think they don't have that that toughness that that grit and grind teams have. Like oh, they don't have Zeke. Yeah, that's why I don't know. I I feel like they they took the Jazz kind of by surprise. I don't feel like the Jazz took them seriously. So that's why they took game one, or they lost game one. So, I mean, I don't know, bro. I get what you're saying, but I just don't feel like they they need either Jackson or Brooks to or Slow Mo Anderson to go off like that. And I I don't see them like doing that game to game. That's why I say five. Like they blew their asses out <laughs> yesterday. Or when the, whenever this podcast came out on uh, on Wednesday night, they blew their ass out. So it's like I, I just see that going forward, especially with Mitchell coming back. Like, he looks like he's on a mission, but it's not going to be too far of a mission because I, I completely agree with you. The Jazz aren't doing nothing. They're going to lose to the Mavericks in round two. So Yeah, man, yeah. I don't know. This yeah. is this is just a very 
different vibe to the series. I'm not gonna lie, this is the boring series of the playoffs. Um, I've seen a good chunk of. Oh, I'll give no. Nah, it's not. It's not. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 I no the, way. I don't care what you say. The Jazz and the Grizzlies is the morning game. The Celtics and Nets see. are boring because no they're so bad. How the Celtics are gonna do? No it's way, so man. boring because they're so that. bad. The reason why that's the good series to watch is because everyone is how the trio's doing, man. How hard and Durant. It's and true, but I get what you're saying. What, what I'm you, just like, saying what, as far as competitive, I'm just saying as far as competitive basketball goes, the Celtics are not going to play competitively. I know we're jumping ahead. We're going to talk about these later, but like that shit. I already knew we were going to get swept. I'm ready to get swept. I want to go into the offseason <laughs> and figure this shit out because I'm over this fucking team. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know, man. All I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is the Jazz, and, and I don't know who's out there listening, but I can guarantee you 25% of the audience today that is listening to this podcast oh, yeah, is not, has only has seen the game, has seen the Jazz. I've seen game one and that's it. I only saw a little bit of game one. That was because it was getting good. And, you know, I did not see game two. I was not going to lie. I did not. No, I didn't either. I said, I yeah, didn't. so. Um, but, yeah, battle in the bracket, man. Let's go to the other side of the West. Uh, let's start with Lakers' Suns currently playing right now. I'm looking at the score. The team's it's tied 31-31. Um, you know, 1-1 mm-hmm. series. Uh, what you think? What you think about this heading into the playoffs? And then what you think of it now? Uh, going into it, I thought it was going to be a six-game series. Mm-hmm. But the Lakers always start slow. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, they always. <laughs> When in any scenario, they always start slow, like in a series, in a season, in a game. Like they always start off super slow. Like last year, they they lost two game ones, the against the Rockets and the Blazers, and then they blow their ass out. So that, to me, I just feel like <clears throat> the Lakers are going to beat them in five now. It just looks that way, especially with Chris Paul being injured. Like this looks this looks too easy now, and it sucks, man. The Suns have like. So I had high aspirations for them. I thought if the Lakers weren't, you know, going into the playoffs healthy, they could make some noise. But now with CP3 going down, it's like, nah, this team's done. So I had had the Lakers in six, but I'm going to have them in five now. Yeah, I mean, this is unfortunate. Honestly, CP3, man, I give that man all my respect. The dude just elevates teams that he goes to. And, you know, he deserves a ring out of all the teams or out of all players in the league. You know, he's up there with Derrick Rose as the two main guys that I wish could get a ring before they retire because, man, they deserve it. These guys just play hard and yeah. make their teams better all around. So, I don't know. I'm going to go six here with, as well. Coming into the playoffs, I thought I was going to go seven. But, you know, with the injury that you mentioned with CP3 in his shoulder, it's just not looking good at all for him. And, you know, he's playing right now. He looks good. But you kind of you kind of tell us there's moments where it's bothering him, and I just don't see it getting better from here. So, we're going to go six. I don't know, man. It's just CP3 is just very – very unlucky. He always gets hurt during the playoffs with a <clears throat> hamstring, with a shoulder, yep. or something. And ah, man, it sucks. I want to see a healthy CP3, and hopefully next year we're obviously he's gonna stay with Phoenix. He ain't opting out of that contract. So hopefully no. next year Phoenix can you know understand this more and you know, <clears throat> them at the end of the season. You know, get him some games under his belt, get him some rest, and get him fresh for the playoffs because that's what they're gonna need him the most. So hopefully their sons learn from this honestly for next year because this is not gonna happen this year. Yeah. Gonna go out. Yeah, it's the luck of the draw for them too. Like if the, if they would have got the Warriors, I think that that would have been a more favorable matchup for them. And I don't think CP3 would have gotten hurt, and they would have went to the second round to play. Who would they play? It'd be the <clears throat> between the Nuggets and the Blazers. So, um, you know, I guess it's just the luck of the draw that shit happens. Like 
you know, you run into the wrong team at the wrong time. And then the next thing you know, you're one of the favorites to come out of the West and then you get knocked out the first round. Like, it happens. Yeah, man. I mean, fortunately for the CP3, like, this is more than once that it's happened. Uh, especially with that Rockets team, like you said, the hamstring, that shit. He, he should have never gotten hurt. He should have never been in the game at the time that he was in. And, you know, that fucked up everything. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I, it's going to be an easy, easy series for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be easy. I think the Suns will make game every game they play uh, competitive. They're going to take them to the, to the wire. But, yeah, Lakers will take this pretty good. Um, it's just they won't, have that, they won't have that extra, like, juice that they need that CP3 brings to the table. That's why I say it's easy because – all they have to do is match Booker. Yeah. Like, eight, eight, I, I can't see consistently scoring 20-plus points a game. I, I just can't see it. Bridges Bridges has his moments. Cameron Payne. I don't know. Now turned dude. into a, he's just a – yeah. Now he's a stud. Yeah, Cameron Payne has his moments. But to get consistent play, they need CP3 in there. And he's the glue of the team. And now that they he's not there, it's just, um you know, duct tape and – whatever else they have, but nah, that's why I say it's easy because all they have to really do is worry about Booker. Once they once they figure that out, which I know they will, they'll be all right. So yeah, then they'll yeah. play the Nuggets. I, I think they'll play in the little I'm jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, yeah, yeah, before we get to that series, because that's the one I'm, I'm like most glued to my seat, not going to lie, is the Nuggets mm. Blazers. But, I mean, with, before we finish our good to them, you know, just one last thing with Blakers. I mean, CP3 had a point, though. I don't know how he tough to chuck. Kenny and Shaq and them boys and entirely NBA, he just said, like, like we're going to have to face some, some of these teams at some point. You might as well just get them over yeah. with, you know. So, I mean, major respect. You know, he's not trying to dodge anybody unlike the Clippers. You know, he's like, you know what, if it's, it's going to be the Lakers' first round, so be it. Let's try to get them out first, and then we'll take it from there. So, you know, major props to CB3, his competitiveness. I mean, you know, but it is what it is. He tried to hurt my boy LeBron in that one play in the game one. I don't like it. But, you know, it happens. It happens, so. Yeah, we'll see. Right now, current score, 33-33 still. So, this is the tight one going in game three. We'll see how it ends uh, when we get this podcast out. But, yeah, man, here we go. Nuggets, uh, Blazers. This is the game. This is the series I was most excited to watch, despite being a Lakers fan, watching this series going on. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be back and forth tonight with Nuggets, Blazers. So, what are, you, what are, your, what are your thoughts coming in to this game, to the series? Uh, I, I thought the Nuggets would be all right. I mean – Listen, they got Yoke. They got the MVP on their squad, and you know he he's kind of like CP3 in a way. He elevates the play of the of the other guys, like Shaq likes to refer to them. But Aaron Gordon stepping up the way he did Game Two, I was like, wow. He he like he took out Lillard literally. Like if you saw the stats, yeah, which I don't have in front of me, but if you saw those stats, what he did once he was guarding him, he had like ten points. He was like five for fifteen or something like that, and I was like. like I was like, where the, where the hell is this Aaron Gordon been? But I understand he's been in, he's been in Orlando suffering. So, you know, this boy's thriving in Denver. But, yeah, I thought ultimately – I thought this was going to be the seven-game series. I agree. Like, this <clears throat> this matchup, just the it's, – it's as even as it gets to me. Like, you got the backcourt of Portland and how dynamic they are. And then you got, you know, Jokic and Gordon and everybody else running the show. But – I thought this was going to be a seven-game series for the Nuggets. And I think they're going to still win it. But I think it's going to be a six. I, I just – I agree, though. This this series has me glued to my seat as well. I had some homies go to that game in game two. They got fucked up. 
shout out to my boy Roberto and Richie, but uh, my boys. But uh, yeah, they fucking went to that game. I was like, damn, Lucky's out here at work. But uh, hmm. yeah, I agree. Like this, this shit's this shit's interesting. It sucks that they don't have Murray. You know, I would like to see the Nuggets full strength, but hey, it is what it is. That's the way sports goes. You can't go always, you can't always go into the playoffs full strength. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Like as far as the the Blazers, what what is it with this team? Like what what is like what do you think they need? Like, yeah, no, it's man. that wing, right? They need that wing, right? Is that is that like too far fetched to say, or is that too easy? Like. They well, have really, Nurkic, who's good. I just think they need a, a another score, which is crazy to me because Lillard and McCollum are, they go off, but they're it's missing just, something in me. It's just not gonna match, man. I need to get rid of McCollum. I love the dude; he's a good mm. player in this league. But they need to get rid of McCollum and get something else because, look, you got Lillard, who's a beast. He's a star in this league. He gets the team game two. Um, this guy in single handedly was bringing them back himself, and it's kind of sad to watch because you know you got McCollum out there who's an all star and Nurkic who could, no, I mean not get his points his own way, but he can get some boards and get you some points, offensive rebounds and stuff. Mello, but they have a big body in Nurkic, which works. So Melo, yeah. he's a role player at this point. Role, that's what I was gonna say. You know, Melo's just a role player. He'll get his points here and there, but he's not gonna carry you the way you need another player to do. And this is why when you get rid of CJ McCollum, that's what they need. They don't need a wing, honestly, in my opinion. I mean. They have a three Adin guy and um, what's his name? That guy that Powell from the Raptors. Powell and yeah. Covington. Yeah, they got those three and D guys. Mm. I mean, quite frankly, what? But is, I I disagree with you. Powell Powell's a bench guy, bro. Like he's not a starter. Okay. Well, if you had Powell coming off the bench, oh, this team would be going crazy right now. Because they wouldn't. Because you're asking so much out of Covington and Powell, which honestly I haven't really seen Covington play, but. Um, yeah, you're, to me, they're asking way too much out of Powell. Powell's coming off the bench. That's that's where he's his role is. It suits him more. But that's why I say they need a wing. I, I think you can't rely on Powell to get you what you need from that <clears throat> three and D type of dude. So that's the thing, though. It's like to me, to me, uh, this Portland team doesn't look like they need a wing. And the way I'm, the reason I'm saying this is because I mean, look, the Nuggets. We know Jokic is a star. You know that guy's going to be mm -hmm. the, the ball. The offense goes through him. And then it seems like, you know, MPJ's kind of slowly but surely, you know, coming out. He's looking good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, 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 he's getting better day by day, and you know? it's good to see. Yeah. But And he's a wing guy. But, I mean, quite frankly, he's not going to be the guy in the Nuggets team that's going to go out there and win the game for you. You know, it's going to be Joker, and you have Nurkic out there that needs to stop him. And he's slowly doing it. But, I mean, Joker's Joker. He's the MVP of this league, quite frankly. I'm going to just say that right now. But, look, the mm -hmm. Nuggets don't have a great wing player that, you know, you have to have out there. He's not the – the Nuggets don't have a LeBron. They don't have a Durant. They don't have a Kawhi or Jimmy Butler or Giannis. They have – Joker, a big man. And it seems like the Nuggets are still doing damage. So, I don't know. You're right. There is something wrong with this Portland team, but I just don't see it being a wing guy. I think it's just another score, like you said, a guy who can go out there, get a bucket like a Lillard, you know, and, you know, it's just a star like that who can do that when Lillard is in the bench. And that's the reason why these teams have du duos in, the, in this scene. Like, I know we got Kawhi and PG. Though as much as we trash PG, he has his moments. We got LeBron and AD. You know, and the other side, we got a trio with uh, Harden, you know, Kyrie and KD. You know, you need a guy like that. And, you know, we have CP3 and Booker and Phoenix. You need another guy. And CJ's just not the guy. I mean, he's not the person that can carry you. Like so that. so who, who would you give up? Who would you want to get to replace McCollum? I just can't think of a guy, like, off the top of my head to say, okay, I'm going to trade McCollum for this player 
and then we're going to be better off. I, I just, and what, that's what, in your opinion, what do you think? No, and that's the, that's the problem too. Is like, I just, I don't, I don't, I can't think of one either at the top of my head. Cause I mean, obviously if we're thinking. But you think those two don't mix well together. No, I mean, at some mm. point you just got to ask yourself like, what's, what's going on here with these two? I mean. So let me throw something hypothetical at you. Yes. Let's say these, these two stay together one more year. They're not going anywhere. And they, but hold on. And they add. This could don't, don't attack this. This could be a little crazy, but it's it's not far fetched. What if they get Draymond and Kawhi in the in the free agency this year? It oh. could happen. You could get Draymond on a cheap deal, and then you could get you can convince Kawhi, hey, bro, I know you've been losing in in LA. Come with us, and if, if we get Draymond and we have the, the same bench that we have, which it might be hardest to like keep those guys all together. But those four, I don't know, bro. I think that that's better off than trading McCone for I don't know who else you would get. What do you think? Hypothetically, I know it's a long shot, but I feel like it could happen. You never know because I heard a lot of uh, Draymond to Portland rumors. So look, the Draymond thing I could definitely see happening. I just you're too you're too crazy, man, with this Kawhi thing. And the reason I say that, hey, is but we're talking about Kawhi leaving, and you know, yeah, yeah, that's a good team to go to. Absolutely, and this is why if Kawhi goes to the Warriors, like you mentioned, you know, Draymond, you know, Warriors too, yeah, might, you know, it could be a domino effect when Draymond goes to Portland. But look, I mean. Portland, they Kawhi could be the answer. You know, to be quite honest, he probably is the answer. But it's just, you know, it's not gonna work there. I mean, if you, especially if you still have CJ, you know, you can't just take make CJ take the back seat. Really, CJ is really you really don't like CJ on that team. I like, I like wow. CJ as a player. I think he's a great player but on that team. No, not on that team. I don't. Yeah, right. I, I'm telling you, man. At some point, you just gotta you just gotta think. Like, look, this team, the, them, them two together have been together for like what? the past six seven years and you haven't been able to go to the you know like to the finals with that team you got to start telling yourself like what's the problem here it might be these two obviously it's not Lillard he's a superstar McCollum's not at that level but I mean you know you just got to find that you just got to tell yourself that and I agree it's just it's just not it I just he needs to go somewhere new fresh face new place it's just not gonna work in Portland but funny that you asked that. I mean, I didn't even get my prediction. I think it's going to go seven games. I think Nuggets take it in seven. My bad. <laughs> Nuggets will yeah. take it in seven, though. After all that uh, smack talk about CJ, I still think Portland will push him to seven. I think they're going to destroy yeah. the it's Nuggets. Be a good yeah, I think I'm going to destroy the Nuggets either tonight or the game four, but I'm going to go say and say game three is going to be the night because Portland's getting it for fans back for our first playoff game in two years. And, you know, I just – I'm I'm always favoring the team that, that's at home on their first game back in the playoffs. So, mm. I'm taking Portland. But, yeah, yeah, Nuggets in seven. All right. Well, I mean, we'll leave it there. I don't want to jump to – I don't want to oh, jump yeah, to, like, round three, four, finals, whatever. We'll, we'll do that when we get there. So. Yes, sir. No, absolutely. <clears throat> so, yeah, here we go. This is that West predictions. So hopefully we got them right. But, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. We probably will get them right because, you know, we know our stuff. We know our basketball. And <laughs> if you guys disagree with me, then you guys are more than welcome to hop on this show and argue with us because we are right 20% or 100%. Sorry. So. But, uh yeah, this is part one. We'll jump into part you you'll listen to part two. It'll come out at the same time. So we'll get into that. We'll see you guys in a bit. Peace. Peace.